If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's good? It's your boy G Luck. And it's your boy B9. Hey. GB, man. GB all day. Off the porch. Jump off the porch. Dirty, Dirty little bastards. bastard, man. You did. Forever. Houston, Texas. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Don't even trust your mom or your father or your grandmother or your grandfather. Trust no. All right, so we got G Luck and B Don. GB yes, Productions G-N-B. off the porch with us. In the building. Yes, sir. How you guys feeling today, man? Feeling all right, man. Blessed to be here. Ready to get this 2021 on, man. Sure. Yeah. Last year sucked. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was all right, though. It was all right, though. But yeah, personally. Personally, yeah, personally, personally, yeah, personally, yeah, personally it was all right. Personally, it was all right, but yeah. overall, it was a trash year. It could have been better. Yeah, I dig that. We lost man. a lot of people, lost a lot of things. Okay, yeah. So, but how are you guys feeling about 2021? Uh, so far, so good, man. Ready to get some new music out, some new material. Ready to start traveling again. Right. All that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. What else are you guys working on here in Atlanta during this trip? Uh, um, right now we just um, just left Booster House last night. Oh, really? Course, yeah, okay. we've been locked That's in brother Booster, though. Yeah. That's how we touch. How's he doing, man? How's the leg? Yeah, he's walking around he a bit. Yeah, he you don't let nothing stop him from nothing in life. So, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he cool. Yeah, he's good. He's okay. been through worse for sure. Yeah. He took his first couple steps and everything already. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, uh, man, we need to see him back, man. Back in motion. We're trying to bring him over here. Yeah, <laughs> we've been trying for a while. <laughs> All right, so talk to us about life in Houston right now. Life, life in Houston. Houston. Life, life in Houston right now, or meaning, well, I'm going to say during the pandemic, is not as bad as people think because we're kind of open. Mm-hmm. So we catch a lot of the, um, that actually helped us out a lot too because when people come to Houston, we're a studio, we open, and a lot of people escape their closed cities and come to Houston. So yep. we've been able to meet a lot of people in 2020 for sure. You know what I mean? So I'm going to say that that that's what's going on in Houston right now for sure. Like people are still active, people still working and doing what they need to do. Yeah. It's kind of like here in Atlanta. Man. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone's exactly. coming here to get a taste of the clubs or whatever. Yeah, they be. Right. Because sure. where they live at, everything's shut people down. People getting Airbnbs in Houston and living in them right now. And there's a lot of celebrities out there that people don't know. We'll know because we got the studio. We're yeah. connected. But that's a lot of people out there right now. I dig that, man. Mm-hmm. And you guys are both from the South Side? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. South Side, Clark, Houston, Texas. Aaron okay. Clark. Madison yeah. alumni. Yes. Okay. So what goes down on the South Side? <laughs> uh, south side, man, we players, man. We we different. Houston is divided into two parts. You got the south side and the north side. North side, we lay back, we cool. I mean, south side, we lay back, we cool, we players. North side, on the other hand, they're a little wild, they're a little ratchet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it, ra- it get ratchet on the south side too, but yeah, yeah that's what it's you know known for. Yeah. South side known for the cool player guys. Okay, <laughs> laid back, yeah, like us. There's some north side people that gonna have some problems with that. We love y'all though. <laughs> we love y'all though. I think we said, I think they the said the same North thing when they came here. So. Slim Thug, we've been doing music with him for like 20 years. We're one of the main Northsiders, so it don't yep. even matter. That's what's up. Man. That's our brother. Shout out Slim. Yep. All right, so you two guys met in high school, is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. 
on accident. What do you mean by accident? How? How so? We were both kind of rapping, but he was doing his own thing. I kind of was doing my own thing with my own set of friends. And some way around, so you know, when you're in school, the people who rap, you know, the people who play sports, you know. So somebody just linked us up, and then we he had a studio at his house, and I went to it one day, and it was up from there. His mom looked at me and was like, "What's your name?" And I told her, and she was like, "Boy, come here. I ain't seen you since you was a baby." His mom, long story short, used to babysit my mom. We didn't even know each other. Really? We, never, we didn't know each other until we met in high school, but we knew our parents knew each other. That's, so, crazy. that's crazy. Crazy story. Right? Like she saw me when I walked in and she was like, what's your name? Yeah, we and I told her that. and she was like, come here, boy, I ain't seen you since she was a baby. And it was up from there. Yeah. So we I stopped rapping instantly. Yeah. We had like one song, maybe two. Okay. And back then, you know, it wasn't like you can go on YouTube and find beats. So that's where the producing thing came in from. We was like, we gotta make our own beats. Yeah, we both realized that that's probably more of what we wanna do than rap. Okay. That's fine rappers, but we can do this, what we doing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, were you guys self-taught? Like this self-taught, okay. everything. Much, I mean, got a little been, bit of been, been traveling around with different mm -hmm. people and able to see other producers at work and kind of like looking over their shoulder. Like, oh, we did that, okay, bet. <laughs> we got a little, to little to training uh, from Full Sail University. Okay. You know, like you know, audio engineering and stuff like that. So that way we can know the lingo when we got in the studio, but. No one told us yeah, how to play keys to, yeah, and how to yeah, make it yeah. play a drum pattern on the drum machine. You, you, can't, you can't really teach that. Really. Yeah. You, yeah, no, you can't teach that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be in you, not on you. Did you guys start off on hardware or software? Hardware. FPC we and the Triton. We seen the transition. Like, we used to say beats on floppy disks. We used to have to write oh, down shit. the sound banks on the tablet. Nowadays, everything is just, you don't have to pay Man, nothing. They were, we watched these, these, these young producers, which I love it. They'll book an expensive studio, $1,000, $2,000 day studio, and it's just a laptop. It ain't a keyboard in the place. Like, <laughs> just not in a closet, nothing. They can't go get one. Man, I'm going to play some keys. They're like, oh, they look around like, oh, I hope somebody got one. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but I love it, though. I love the transition of the... Yeah, we were able to see yeah. the best of both worlds. We came in at the tail end of the other generation mm -hmm. up until now. So we seen, we came, like I said, we came in with hardware. We had NPCs, keyboards, uh, sound fan. racks, and yeah. all type of stuff. We had to just plug in and you couldn't travel with it. And if you did, you had, you know what I mean? You had to have, man, that was crazy traveling with traveling. keyboards, the big keyboard boxes, the NPC boxes. Now, I remember coming to Atlanta in, in, in high school and having, you know, speakers and uh, equipment. Now I come out here to visit uh, Kinfolk, and I'll so call myself bringing my studio with me. You talking about an extra big, hard, yeah. hard case for the MPC, for the mm -hmm. Triton, for the speakers. All that was pretty much another plane ticket. Oh yeah, just yeah, to get out sure. here for sure. But nowadays, it's in your you can put it in your little studio pouch. right there. Yeah, in the studio in the backpack. <laughs> studio right there in the your phone. That's on your thing. phone, right? Yep. Yeah, on your phone. Come on, man. <laughs> I done seen somebody cook up. Yeah, on the phone. I know a couple that do that. They make all their beats on the phone. Really? Yeah. You got placements and everything. Yeah. That's crazy. What a world. We need to get with it to get lost, man. <laughs> That's crazy. So what do you guys use now? Do you still um, use Not hardware at all or have yeah. you completely? Yeah, uh, uh, external MIDI keyboard. Okay. We still, we st I'm still old school. I like to play mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. I like to play. Yeah. Um, we still use like, you know, um, we use Logic though. Okay. On the beats. Pro Tools. Do you have an MPC? The NPC, yeah. still use that. Yeah. Yeah. We got Fruit Loops and all that too. It's just, yeah. I'm just more comfortable in Logic and NPCs and actual hardware. Okay. I can't click in my melodies. I like to play it. 
and then I go on the grid and fix it. But mm -hmm. starting off clicking it, nah, I can't do it. I don't get a feel for it. I don't get a feel till I actually play. Yeah. If that makes sense. Nah, that makes perfect yeah. sense, yeah. So uh, what's the creative process like when you guys are cooking up? Who starts <coughs> off? Who, who handles what? Or is it oh, just? It's all yeah. a feeling a lot of times. It's a vibe. I mean, he's more melody based. I'm more okay. drum based, but mm -hmm. we both, I do melodies, he do drums. We both engineered. Like I'll be sitting there with a melody cooking up and he'll come here, oh, I hear some drums on it. I get Easy. up and let him do the drum. Yeah. And we vice versa. There's no really certain way. I used to always want to know how duos work, but we never really sit in too many studios with other duos. Like, oh, really? I always want to know how the Neptunes work, how to this and that, there's <laughs> really no formula for anything. Crazy part is we sat in the studio with the Neptunes, but not together. Yeah. It was oh, really? just for real by itself. For real by itself. <laughs> that was crazy. As a matter of fact, that night was crazy. For real, was sitting in there. And then Timberland just so happened to walk in. And sure. they were like talking, and I'm sitting up. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> but you know, I'm not trying to ride. Like, oh, wow. They're going to soak up this game, man. Yeah, for real. Fly on the wall. I just yeah. want to shake both of y'all hands and hopefully something just work out. For real. Yeah. Yep. So, um, what's your guys' thoughts on the, the current sound of music and the direction it's going? I like it. I love it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like the fact that move, music changes. You know what I mean? Music, and then also music is an opinion, it ain't a fact. So you need this kind of music for this kind of people who want it. You need this kind of music for these people who want it. If everybody was listening to one, you know, back in the game, we all kind of was listening to one thing. We listened to what the label said we need to listen to. Mm -hmm. Now it's not like that. Now it's what you want to listen to. What's what's music what's is created so yeah. fast nowadays? Oh yeah, do a song right now in thirty minutes, it'll be all over on the internet, everything. YouTube, everything. From the start to finish, everything. Back then, you couldn't do that. You had to wait. It was a process you had to do mm -hmm. when you released the song. You couldn't just up and say, all right, I'm going to drop it right now. You couldn't do you that. Gotta submit Nowadays, it. it's like it's so much. You got to so talk much. to somebody and send something in. Now, you got to stop people from dropping you. Hey, hey, open it up. Hey, hey. <laughs> Let's get the paperwork. Yeah, right. 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 What y'all doing? <laughs> Main mixture. Yeah, you got to do that. Nowadays. But Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I, I, I like it because it's, um, it's more of the artist now. It's not what the label wants you to see. Yep. You know, you go to their IG and see who exactly they are. And this, this is them. You know what I mean? This is them all day. So I, I like that more that a person isn't told what kind of music to make. He can just sit there and make whatever he wants to make. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Mm -hmm. so I like that. I like that. Yeah. By the game for sure right now. We didn't know half these rappers back in the game. Half of them was cornballs and we ain't know it. We thought they was, he was this person and that person. And you meet him, it's like, he's a cornball. Nowadays, you kind of see that cornball shit on, on, the, on the IG. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yeah, right okay. Right I don't really need to listen to him as much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk to us about the growth of you guys' the sound from when you first started till today. Man, I think a couple of days ago we were listening to some old stuff, man, mm -hmm. from like 2007, 2008. And to hear the difference in, to now, oh yeah, very long way we came. Uh, because we weren't trained, we weren't taught how to do any of this. We kind of just winged it this whole time up until now. <laughs> now that we have an actual business going and everything, we were just winging it, but learning at the same time, but learning on our own. We wasn't watching YouTube videos. I love the way we, we learned, though. We learned from experience. Yeah, a lot of experience. just watching, observing. Mm -hmm. We didn't go on YouTube. There wasn't no YouTube videos to go watching. Somebody showing you how to do it step by step. Yep. We kind of just 
had to go in the lab and figure it out ourselves. All right, now click that right there, bro. Mm -hmm. I move this out the way, but do this right here. Turn this up. And that's, how that's we really how out. we found out. I remember being younger and talking to older producers, and they would always say, man, you just got to mess with it. I'm like, man, how you get your drums? I'm like, man, you just got to mess with it. I'd be like, hmm, hey, man. Because <laughs> they don't want yeah, to give, no give it the yeah. sauce. But we get a little older and we figure out now. There wasn't no sauce in the way. You just need to you miss really with it. You really had to miss with it. Your hours are going to tell what your music sound like. You, the more you sitting there, the more you're going to figure out a lot. Trial and error all day. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure, for sure. So how have you guys remained to stay relevant 15 years into the game, man? Networking with the young guys. I was just guys. about to say that networking, not staying inside. We some outside mm -hmm. guys. We outside. You catch us mm -hmm. everywhere. We outside. Um, branching out and referrals. People like working with us, so they'll mm -hmm. send somebody else to us. And, and it just it's just a big network of people it just leads up to. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, like when people come to Houston, we're so tied in with the rappers in Houston that when people call come in, out-of-towners come into Houston, they want to work at the studio, they get referred to us. Nine times mm -hmm. out of ten, they're gonna reach out to Slim Thug. They're gonna reach out to Sauce Walker. They're gonna reach out mm -hmm. to Fast Lane or Lil Jeremy or somebody. And they all gonna say, "Oh, go to G Luck and be done. Go to G and B." Mm, yeah, that works. And that and notice all them. Well, most of those are the younger. It's the younger mm -hmm. crowd. So instead of us standing the game and really just messing with who we came up with, reaching back down to the younger when they weren't popping, right. when they weren't you know who they are today, and then eventually. Now that they're the ones pretty much running the game, yep. we're standing right there next to them because of that. Yeah, it's a lot of rappers in Houston right now that say that we've been a part of their career from mm -hmm. the start mm -hmm. before they were anybody. We're always right there, just throwing them in the mix. Yeah. Come on, let's come to the studio. Such as gonna be here. Come by the studio. Mm -hmm. Come do this. Yep. Yes, so that's sir. how we remain relevant at all these years, just tacking around, networking with everybody. Yeah. Yep. All right. So. Uh, you guys started off with um, on Latoya Luckett's mm -hmm. uh, project, right? That's Big Sis. Big Sis. Mm -hmm. Number one. She's out, here, she out here right now filming. Oh, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Family Hustle. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But yeah, her album, uh, she had a debut album that came out and we produced the intro and the outro to that album. And it went platinum. Young in the game, too. Yeah, we yeah I was going to say, what did that feel like? Man, to be honest, bro, I ain't going to lie. I ain't know what to feel because I didn't know. We got the plaque and everything. Yeah. It was like, yes, we went platinum. Mm. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> Did you expect everything to as go a, platinum? Yeah, as a younger cat, you think the world's coming to you. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. thought everything was about to take off. Like, oh, yep. it's up now. Oh, we about to be on. We about to be for real. It's like a, uh, like a, like a, a sports guy getting drafted. Work gets harder. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> oh, I got drafted. I got to. The no. expectations well, yeah, are higher now. You get there, your expectations are you actually have to spend more time in the studio. You have to network more. When you thought, oh, I got a plaque. Everything coming my way. Nah, you'll sit there and look at that plaque. That plaque will look at you. <laughs> That's it. That's about it. What have you done lately? Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We, we learned that. We learned that at a young age, though, just because of that. Because we did sit there like, yeah, we platinum producers. <laughs> nah, a lot of that work, a lot of work got put in over the years, for sure. Anybody in Houston will tell you that, for sure. Everybody in Houston will tell you that. Yeah. I don't think there's a person in Houston that don't know who we are. Yeah, to be honest. Soon. We've been around for a very long time. Mm -hmm. yeah. How'd you guys link with Slim Thug? <laughs> really? I mean, being honest. Yeah, Toya? Toya. Yeah, okay. They were dating. Like, our she didn't know who years. he was at yeah, first. She didn't know who he was, really. And it was like, he's, he's the guy, you know, whatever. And then when he gets here, they start dating. And then he, came, he kind of became big brother. And then when they kind of parted, we still were. 
he still know, latched on us. Yeah, because we still would make we were still, music. At this point, still. like when they were dating, before when they fell out, uh, after they did what they did, we were already tied in with Boss All Outlaws. Mm -hmm. Okay. So whether you stop talking to her or whatever, we already in with we the other rappers. We have a room at the studio. Yeah, we have a room at your yeah, studio. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it never was that. It never was, you know, people, grown people gonna do what they do, and mm -hmm. it was never a. Mission. Yeah, he never put that over us, yeah, like you know. Yeah, he and never. she never did. It was always, you know, it's our business. But that's big, bro. It's really kind of fate. Just being in the city, he the man. You know what I'm saying? There, as far as like work, so and he could plug you into a lot of. We did get a lot of connections off of him. Any rapper come to town? Hell, Boosie came from him. Boosie, okay. when he first song, had a uh, cancer. He came came to town. I guess he had went to a studio the night before, but he had cancer. So we, he gonna be staying here, and he's going to get uh, treatment every morning. He wanted to, you know, work, but he didn't want to be in a studio where you know everybody's taking pictures of him every day, doing all that. So that call came at like eight o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> hey, Boosie needs a studio. It was like, all right. I remember getting up, hurry up, rushing to the studio. And next thing you know, well, he was there like two, three months. We ended up doing like more now. With 20 like, some songs in yeah. that little three month period. Yeah. Oh, wow. But this is my, we talking about like, what was it 2015? That was 2015. Something like that. Yeah. 2014, 15, when, when he caught cancer and he had mm -hmm. to go do the chemo or whatever. Sitting in Houston, needed a studio, came to us. And Sidebar, that that helped. The first I, beat he heard, he yeah. got like 19 more right after that. The first beat was <laughs> first on, it called Real Nigga Had, he put Jeezy on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. That was the that first drop, song we did. That was the we're, first we're beat saying. we played him, and what it was, he actually just we were on some engineer. Like I say, we both we know how to engineer. You know, I don't say call right. us engineers, but we know how to engineer. Just so he booked the studio based off of that. I need a studio. Yeah. I right, bet. So he didn't even know we were producing. Yeah. He didn't know us from a can of paint. What the other one is? Y'all just the engineers I booked for the night. What the other engineer? What the other? What that? He didn't even know our names like that. And we that, but we we've got <laughs> we played our role. We didn't we didn't you know like. Nah, we ain't no engineers, but we producers. Yeah, we yeah. didn't do all that. We exactly. You want to press record? We got you. And then you know once his producer starts slowing up, and I remember him sitting there screaming at one of his dude, man, you got me looking stupid in the studio, you ain't sent the beats. Uh. Like, Boosie, we got beats. And from then on, um, oh, G and B. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, he's my, oh, this the sound. Oh, why ain't nobody rapping on here? As he started going, he started going ham on us. That's 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 brother for life. For life for life. Yeah, for sure. Off the flap. Off the flap. <laughs> ETCO. What's it like working with Zero? Oh man, that's big bro too. Hey, big bro, love too. zero. Yeah, love. <laughs> zero. Yeah. Working with zero is definitely yeah. uh, interesting. He's very talented. Mm -hmm. He's very. People don't realize how talented zero is. Zero can sing. He's a one man band. He's a one man band. Ain't no okay. Call them to sing the hook. Nah, I'll do it. Give me another track. He go with harmonies and yep. stuff like that. And that that amazed. That for sure amazed me the first time working with him. It was like, oh, I hear your yeah, music. You really sing, sing. But you really in here, you hitting notes. Zero got 32 tracks. Come on. Like, Stacks, harmonies, nah, everything doubled and this and that. For sure. Tracks. Yeah, nah, Ro. Yeah, nah. nah Ro is a beast. Ro the Van Dross. Ro sit, sit there sometime and I'll work you. You don't have enough beats to finish because everything, he, every beat you play, he got a song to it. Everything you play. Boots work like that too, though. Oh, yeah. He right, he's sad. He the first beat you throw on. Load it up. Let's go. That's what I was able to do. I was my mm -hmm. in my past in like a month. That was yeah. one of the mixtapes he did when he had cancer. Mm -hmm. That what that messed with my work ethic because, you know, I've been had a headache and been like, man, we are gonna shut it down. Boosie was coming from chemo every morning, knocking out at least seven, eight songs a day, waking up, going back to chemo at seven a.m. Can't coming wait to back. go back to the studio. Like, that's yeah. like it was nonstop, and then you know his family that's around him, they all kind. He don't got a, he don't got to lift a finger. You know, he's a business. He a boss. He a businessman. He know how to lift a finger, but. Everybody around him, they know when to give him his medicine, his mm -hmm. so he don't got to move. So he just sat there. We sat there and work, 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 work. 
And they that made me say, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was in the first three months of his chemo, he was in a wheelchair. They would literally roll him in the booth and leave him in there for 12 hours. Walk out, <laughs> bring him his food, bring him everything to him while he's in the booth. Yeah, yeah when I think of Zero, man, I was like, he's one of the first people to make, like, pain music that's yeah. so popular We now. linked them up and they did a song. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that pain music, yeah. yeah. Zero still makes pain music. Yeah, that's, sure. that's his name. Yeah. Like, we still work with Zero to this day. He's a happier yeah. guy now, though. That's good to hear. Yeah, he's yeah. a lot happier guy now, I'd say. <laughs> All right, so um, how'd you guys link up with TSF? Uh, again, just being, I don't know, you want to tell that story? Huh? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Alright, we were judges one time at a Oh okay. at a, uh, well, I'm going back back. I'm gonna get a little history real quick. This is I don't even think TSF was a word yet. We were judging I think like a what was it? Like a producer panel. Okay. Like, you know, when you go to somebody, oh, yeah, y'all come out, upcoming rappers. And oh, this and okay, that. yeah, we were producing and people, at, artists, that show you how long we've been in the game because we were on a panel at this time. Like, okay, these are the guys y'all need to talk to, you know, whatever. So, yeah, nah. So, my, we're in this, we're in this, this, this venue doing a panel. People are asking us questions. It's packed. There's maybe 100 artists in here. It's a group of artists all the way in the back, back, in the back, back, back with their back against the wall. Like, they got to, hey, just to talk to us. <laughs> And out the blue, as questions are being asked, all of a sudden you hear somebody in the background say, Hey, y'all heard of TSF? Now you say, now you say, I bet y'all know about the sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not and then it was like, Nah, but I guess, you know, do your thing, keep shooting for the stars, young nigga. He was like, Well, y'all about to hear about the drill soon. He was screaming in the back. It's South Walker, way in the back. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know who he was. He y'all going to see, see what the sauce is and this and this and this. And that's back when he was 100% thugging. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even belong amongst the artists that was right, in there. Right. <laughs> and then uh, that took off. So once we mm-hmm. we did that, maybe a month or two afterwards, we linked up with Walk and you just nah, start bringing them, about, bring them to the studio. Yeah, we just start bringing them to the studio. That's what we did. We start let's do some song. Come to the studio. Come to the studio. And Slim is somebody that's in the studio with us all day, every day. Even if he's not recording, he's gonna be there with us. Mm-hmm. So that's how we linked that up. And then they did this song called Everybody. It was actually a Yo Gotti song. Okay. Yo Gotti song. What was his original song? It's called Everybody. That's why we called it Everybody. everybody. All right, so Yo Gotti dropped this song called Everybody. And back then, people, you know how people, artists used to take like another person's instrumental and rap over it and throw Mm -hmm. out a freestyle? That's what we did. So that was the hottest instrumental out at the time. And Slim, he had this segment that he did every Thursday called Thug Thursdays where he would just release a freestyle. Remember that? So we were running that. We were in control of the Thug Thursdays. So he was like, he kept seeing us bring walk to the studio, walk to the studio. He's like, man, dude, cool. You know, hook it up, let's do something. So he was like, uh, he did the everybody beat, put walk on it and dropped it. We shot a video and dropped it. It was that simple. It wasn't like no, it had wasn't slim out for in sale. Two had slim in the trenches. Oh yeah. hundred percent trenches for the video. But so we dropped the song, right? <laughs> The song took off. That's what mm-hmm. gave TSF their look. That's what made everybody say, who is they those guys? They playing the original song. Yo Gotti's team, CMG, had to reach out to Slim on a cease and desist. Like, yo, y'all got to stop that record, bro, because our record is brand new, and we're not getting no spins in that region because of y'all's record. <laughs> and Slim's sitting there like, we're not selling this. We dropped it as a freestyle. It's yeah. on the internet only. It's just promo. But the radio and everybody else just picked it up naturally. And in mm-hmm. our region, that version, Sauce Walker and Slim Thug's version was playing 
other than Yo Gotti's version. You know what I mean? And they, they got that version. Yeah. We like I said, I ain't know the original. That was crazy. Song that song. Though. It was just a freestyle we threw out, and it, it took off. Mm-hmm. And to the point to where CMG had to call and say, "Hey man, y'all got to stop that. Sure. It's messing up our record." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sauce, sauce was this. Yeah, but so. I mean, the whole the whole TSL for sure. Shout out to the whole TV TSL. But sauce, he they. He was destined for that. I remember us taking him to a um, uh, uh, to one of like like a, a like a panel type oh, situation with uh, Elliot Wilson. With Elliot Wilson, and you know this is Elliot Wilson. It's, you know this you know classy. He don't know Elliot Wilson. He don't he know who he is. He just know he's the guy that threw this event. <laughs> and we in there. It was a uh, me, B, and Propane. Shout out Propane in Boston, George. In Boston, George. And we went in there, and um, I remember us just in there chilling, mingling, networking, and then we turn around. And here is Sauce in Elliot Wilson's face. And that's like you have a loose pit bull and he's over there playing with the company, like, nah, go get him, go get him. We outside, like, you go get him. No, you go get him. You go get him. Because like, all we see, all you see is him just, you just see him talking to Elliot. He's yeah. screaming real loud. He's over there, though. We don't, we don't know what and he's saying. You just saying. see Elliot Wilson. So we outside, like, go get him, bro. Go get him. He's, <laughs> he's messing it up. As soon as we walked over there, Elliot was like, yo, hey, give me his number. Yeah. I need his number. By the end of the <laughs> night, he said his piece. And he was like, and where's the guy? Sauce? Oh, yeah, what's that sauce guy? Hey, at? I'm listening to your stuff on the plane. I need your number before I go. And I think that kind of opened our eyes. Like, we, I mean, our eyes were already open to him, naturally. Um, but that opened our eyes. Like, that ain't so bad. Like, you could let him in. You know, as most artists, you bring into the room, they up under you. They not. They're going to be quiet. They don't yeah. talk. Yeah. Walk, talk everybody on the don't nobody. Everybody. Everybody knew who he was at the end of the day. And at that time, it was just kind of like, okay, this is, this is. This needs to happen. I remember first night we did a song. First night, first night we did a song with him just real quick. I was says, I'm here, we should pull up a beat. And he killed it. And I hell, he killed it so much. Uh a matter of fact, me and my boy E, E here with us today. Shout out to my boy E. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> e was in the in the gym rapping. Mind he heard the song one time, rapping sauce verse. Non-stop, rapping his verse, and it made me go. Yeah, yeah, we own something here. He, I mean, he knew his verse from, from top to bottom, and he had said he ain't gonna sit in the studio too long with us. He gonna he gonna go in and be sleep by twelve. <laughs> and so he knew Sauce's whole verse, and it just made me say, okay, let's let's figure this out. And from then on, it was just like a relationship that, that can't be stopped at this point. Like yeah. we got love, we got mad love for the whole case, Sanchi. Rizzo, hey, so Drew, we found everybody. Yeah. We, we the unofficial everybody. TSF members <laughs> for sure, for sure. We got chains on the way. <laughs> well deserved uh, yeah um yeah talk to us about working with propane we know you guys propane a lot of work together propane authentic authentic love we're from the same hood home clark texas hey, i think i feel like pro we came out the mud together we yeah, all sure. like we he, we sure. i'm not gonna say we bred pro but we all kind of came up together he was in the studio with us every day mm-hmm. coming up and talking we didn't have a dollar a dime pro was in there with us but we we kind of like helped each other develop he piggybacked mm-hmm. off us we piggybacked off him uh, still to this day pro is one of the most underrated lyricists in the south that we have out mm-hmm. here man I agree and uh for sure for sure yeah and like uh he take his time with his music he, know he got a he crazy doing. project about to drop right yeah. now too it's about to drop yeah um zero's on it. he just dropped a single it's called it's not safe outside mm-hmm. featuring zero yeah that's really um, dope you saw that yep that just came out uh um, he got one with Peso getting ready to drop that we did. Um, Pro has a nice album coming out, but Pro is one of those artists that I feel like 2021 is about to be his year. For sure. Yeah. He's been in this for over 10 years, and it's kind of just was on the, you know, but now he's doing like this. Everybody's no. reaching out to him now. He also knows how to make money out of me. 
Right. He knows That's how to make thing. pro ain't pro ain't running. His around brand, here. his favorite trio brand in the south, especially in the region where we at, mm -hmm. it's already solidified. Mm -hmm. For um, sure. For his sure, merch sure. goes crazy. His albums go crazy. He's one of the few artists that I know that can still sell a physical copy CD. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, has like, a, he has a strong. When he drops his base. albums, he's gonna print, print, press up a thousand CDs and sell them on his Instagram. He's gonna yeah. to all my fans. I got a thousand CDs. It come with a hoodie, autograph, whatever, 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 like a package. Man, it's born to lose, raised to win. Tattoos out here. People getting their arms tatted with his album cover and stuff like that. And so artists like that, you kind of gotta watch. I always, I always compare him to Nipsey, which was one of his favorite artists before. Um, past, um, you know, it's not the fast route. Like I remember him, we Slow putting out a it. song, and we was like, "Man, go put it on this site. You are gonna get more of this name." No, I'm dropping it on Forever Trill YouTube, and that's and it's gonna build over yeah. the years. It's gonna build. I wanted everything to come from me, and I, even when I didn't understand it, I understand it now. You know what I mean? He's he he understands he understands the music game. He's he's very smart. Um, he's not cliche. That's why I like him too. He's not like, I got to be a rap. I got to do this to get on. Nah, I don't got to do none of this. You know what I mean? So I, I, I like propane for that for sure, for sure. A lot of people will understand that kind of mind frame that we, you know, we come from Texas. So we, we come up in a heavy Indian influenced mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. So everybody's kind of like, we do it on our own. Yeah. Yeah, type we don't of need time. nobody. We don't need no label. We're not looking to get signed. We're not trying, we're going to get it out the mud. Yeah. Yeah, so even in producing, that's how we kind of looked at it. We never took a publishing deal, never yeah. did none of that. We looked at it as like beat trapping back in the game. Like, you know, we got beats for the money. What's up? Like, that's how we were. We didn't care about, we, yeah, we didn't care about labels and stuff like that. We was making money. I was just selling beats. To all the yeah. independent labels in the South. Mm -hmm. yep. They got Still us going. to that day. Yeah. <laughs> beat trapping. Can you reveal any other artists you've been working with that's about to drop? But with so many people we working yeah, with, bro. D Flowers. D Flowers. Uh, I see so many D people. Baby. D Baby. Um, young Al. Fast yeah, Lane. Yeah. Jeremy, we name it. Peso Peso. Uh, <laughs> My boy Just O Flicks, man. Shout out to him too, man. He man. I don't want to just keep naming Houston. Yeah. It's outside stuff too. Um, it's just being put on the spot is one of those questions that I always hate to ask because I don't have it like it's him in the so back of my many, memory. But it's because it's so it's so many of it's so many people that we mess with and it's genuine. They mess with us genuine. You know what I mean? Like so, it's kind of hard to, to remember. But still doing uh, Snip, still rapping Zero. All these guys mm -hmm. still rap to this day. They still putting out albums and everything, mm -hmm. and we still on. We go back to the toy. Look at we still got records. Even Toy still Christmas record. Okay. We did a Christmas yeah. album with her. That, yeah. But Home Depot was like picking up one of the singles or something like oh, that. Wow. Yeah, oh yeah, we were just waiting on that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, any last words before we wrap it up? Uh, any shout man, outs? This is definitely not the last time y'all seeing GNP, not, man. Not um, the last. I know this is a lot of, this is probably a lot of people's first time seeing our face, but we've been around for years. Yeah. Um, for sure, for sure. I don't want to make it sound like we just old as hell, but we've been around for a long time. We got to yeah. start early. We got it. Yeah, we got a really, really early. I think start. our first placement came when we were like 17. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then back then it was a little different. So, but 2021, stay tuned, man. G Luck yeah. and Beat On, we are coming. We got a bunch of records dropping. Bunch of new projects on the way. GMB, man. We also dropping projects ourselves. Yeah. We doing Look a bunch of installments. Uh, yeah, 2021, man. Dirty Glove Bastard, mm -hmm. yeah. Off the porch. Shout out June James, Lil' June, Finesse, yeah. Rami, Ross, all my producers, Fred on them. <clears throat> Young Rich, Rando, DJ Chose. Yeah. Uh, um, man, I don't want to leave nobody out, bro. All my producer homies in Texas. Y'all know what it is, man. 
We got love for them. Be looking out for all of them. All of them. Don't even trust your mom or your father or your grandmother or your grandfather. Trust nobody. Don't trust. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.